Wow, what a week. The saga of the fuel pump continues. And my first session of Reignite Your Life was amazing. And I'll tell you more about it all in this episode. Let's get right into it. I finally had a day where I could comfortably work on Ruby and get her fuel pump replaced. The first thing you need to do is get the filler hose um, off, which is, for those that don't know, the hose that goes from where you put the gas hose, the gas tank, or the gas filling hose from the pump, put it in there. It'll go through, and there's actually a hose that'll go into the tank. Um, some tanks, it's just directly in, but with mine, it actually has like a, a C shape. Um, and because of the way my gas tank is designed and the way the hose goes on, not only is it held on by a hose clamp, there's actually a little lip. And when the tank is completely flat, that hose won't budge, so you have to tip the tank a little bit. And to do that, you need to take off the back uh, gas can't tank strap, which was not a problem since I knew how to do this. But you also, before you even start, you put a jack underneath the, the tank towards the front so it'll tilt. So it's on the jack. You have to tilt it down just a little bit so you can get the, the hose off. Um, I boogered up my hands a little bit doing that, but I did get that. And because first of the month, basically, the tank had been full. And now it was like half a tank, I think is what the gauge said. Um, which makes it really heavy. Um, did you know that a gallon of gas weighs six pounds? I didn't till I googled it. So that does come in kind of important there. So... For those math nuts out there, um, that means they're, because I, I figured, I guessed I had like 15 gallons, and that worked out to like 90 pounds worth of gas. That will come, that will be very evident here in just a few minutes, why that's important. Um, but I was going to siphon the gas out to make the tank lighter anyways, um, except my siphon hose broke. The desert is a cruel, cruel thing. And the siphon hose had just... I didn't realize it had been out in the sun. So it was as brittle as could be. And at first I thought I had actually broken it off inside the tank. But once I got the tank down, I found out that it hadn't. So that was a good thing. Um, but I got everything, you know unhooked, got the last strap off, no problem, unplugged everything. Well, you can only get so far in with your hand with it the way it is. And the video I use, they actually tell you in the instructions that you do need an assistant. And that is because you can't lower the jack and remove it and hold the tank at the same time. Not unless you're an alien and have six hands. So... Um, I had to go get Pup, who wasn't overly happy with me about making her come out of her cubby hole and out into the world. But uh, she was happy in the fact that she only had to basically, you know, lower the jack and pull it out. And she was still out there. The only problem was, after I got everything unplugged, 
um, the tank didn't want to come down. It, there's a little, I mean, it's a very thin lip that it sits on. And it didn't want to come down. Well, I managed to wiggle it just enough, and it came down. Unfortunately, I thought I had all my body parts, except my hands, which I figured would get smashed, um, out of the way. Unfortunately, my kneecap wasn't quite out of the way, and 90 pounds of gas in a tank came crashing down on top of it. Um, needless to say, I took a break for a little bit because I was really mad at myself, and that hurt like you cannot believe. I also have a bad knee, and it happened to be that knee. I'm hoping that whatever I did do originally that the doctors always told me was in my head, I undid because basically I hit it exactly in the same spot. So once the bruise is gone, we shall, we shall see. Um, but I had dug a trench so I could actually get the tank out from underneath Ruby so I could actually see what I was doing, which was really nice. And got the old pump out. Everything looked right. It went in right. Um, put the, the, the ring back on and it didn't quite go on. I wasn't sure why. But, okay, it, it's holding it. it. It's secure. I mean, I jostled it and did whatever. Slid the tank back in underneath Ruby. Started plugging everything in. And for whatever reason, at that point, I couldn't get it to... Pl the, the one important plug would not set right. It only goes so far. And it's like, okay, whatever, whatever, and whatever. And it was like, I was getting frustrated and it was starting to get cold and whatever. And I'm like, well, I don't have to be anywhere till later. So, or the next day. So I'm like, all right, I'll take it back out, see what's going on and go from there in the morning. Because sometimes you need to sleep on things because your eyes, you're so focused, you, you don't see what's really in front of you. So, did that, got up the next morning, slid the tank out, looked at the ports and everything to see what was off. The pins on the new pump were closer together. They weren't spaced like they were on the old pump. So, it was never going to plug in. So, undid the ring, the, the ring that sets it in and holds it in. And I also need to say, I also had to take the O-ring off because for whatever reason, the ring wouldn't set down. Took it off, got the pump out, the new pump out, emptied what little gas was in there because I hadn't poured any more gas in it. Because it wasn't set up. I hadn't got it all connected. Put the old pump back in and realized, and put the old ring back and realized I had the securing ring upside down. Oops. So, took a picture of that to make sure I got that right next time. And pictures are definitely your friend. So, did that. Put it back in, plugged it in, put the gas straps on, the gas tank straps on, whatever. And started to pour gas in. Only I kept hearing gas on the ground. I couldn't figure out why. Thankfully, I only poured like a gallon. When I realized 
the one thing I hadn't put on was the 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 filler hose. Oops. So I had to take down, and you can't once it's flat flush, you can't put it back on either. So I had to take the the back strap off and drip drop it down just a little bit and fight to get that on secure it and I made sure that was really secure so took it back to where I needed to and I was kind of afraid they were going to say well you had it mailed to you you have to ship it back well they took it right there and said well you do realize it'll take 48 hours to seven days for it to be refunded to your card well thankfully the next day my card was already refunded so, and I had gotten a deal on this uh, pump. It was a $300 pump, and I got it for 145 thanks to Cyber Monday. So, the next pump that I had seen was $300. And I'm like, the right one will show up. I'm like, the universe has my back. I'm starting this new program. I'm going to do this just the right way, you know. So... I'm going to have a completely new mindset for this whole year. And I'm like, the universe is going to put the right one in front of me. So I'm like, all right, I got refunded my money. I'm like, all right, let's go see if I can find the exact pump. So I put in all the information I'd taken off of the old pump the first time I'd taken it out. And 1A Auto popped up. Now, their videos on YouTube, for those that do uh, vehicle repair, are awesome. And I use, I've i been using them for three years now. No, actually, I've been using them for almost five years um, since I started this, this wonderful adventure of being on the road. And it looked like the pump that was in, in Ruby. I mean, the exact pump. So, because they're an auto store. So I'm like, all right, let me go check out their site. And I'm looking at it. Now, what I like about them is they actually take pictures of all the part. Not just, oh, here's the part, here's the information. They actually took a picture of the port where the pins are. And I'm looking at that, and I'm looking at my photo. And I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm like, that looks exact. But I'm not, this is the third time. I'm calling them. So I wish I could remember her name. She was awesome. Um, it was a little bit of a wait, but they do have, you know, you want to hold your, your place in the queue, they'll call you back. And she called me right back. And I told her what was going on. And she's like, Ill, it says it fits your vehicle. I'm like, all right. I'm like, because this is third time. And she's like, I'm going to have you order that part through me. So that if there is a problem, you don't have to pay for shipping to have it sent back. I'm like, all right. So not only was the part $100 less, I mean, or uh, not quite. It was, I think it came out to $96 and some change. Okay, I can handle that. I just got my $145 back. So, you know, great. And... Got the tracking number, and it's supposed to be here tomorrow, which is Saturday. So, I will let you know next week how that went. And 
I will be right back. So, like I said last week, I started this program, and it's called Reignite Your Life. And we had our first session on Wednesday. And we won't talk about other things that happened on Wednesday because it's not worth it. And it just upsets me. But um, it was a two-hour session. And they had a little bit of difficulty because, you know, it's the first first meeting and Zoom likes to do all sorts of weird things when it's your first major move uh, event. And for whatever reason, it kept crashing. And I'm part of the Facebook group and they're like freaking out. And then one of the people, one of the techs came in and said, we know about the technical difficulties. Just, you know, we're, we're trying our best. And, yeah, I can see why Zoom crashed. There was, like, over 5,000 of us listening in on this call. And Jack Canfield is the person that does it. And he was actually, you know, very, he he's very interesting. And uh, Patty Aubrey, Aubrey, I hope I'm saying her name right, um... She's fun, too. And then Jacqueline for uh, tech was there. And um, at least I think it's Jacqueline. But anyways, uh, I had charged up my computer so I could, you know, actually interact well with this. And uh, I want Jack's library. (laughs) Or my house is actually going to have a library like that. It looks like what my library would look like. He said he had like over 30 3,000 nonfiction books and all the shelves are filled up and then he's got stacks of books and it's like okay works now for those that don't know Jack Canfield is actually the um, founder of Chicken Soup for the Soul books so he kind of knows his stuff I also um, got his book the Success Principles. And I've been listening to that. Because it's on Audibles. And. The first principle is. Show up 100%. You know. Um, take 100% responsibility for your life. Meaning. You know they say marriage is 50-50. Well. Which 50 are you responsible for? The good or the bad? And we all have done it where it's the spouse's fault or the job. It's, you know, it's my boss. It's my coworkers. It's not my fault. Um, But his principle is you are 100% responsible for your life. Uh, Your decisions, your reactions, how you've reacted. Um, And... So I'm working really hard on doing that. So if I start complaining about, you know, how things are going wrong and you really want to help me out, make me accountable, uh, point it out. Say, um, you're not taking 100%. So, and so one of our, uh, there's a Facebook thing and we all have... Things we're supposed to do every day and our homework. And one of our homework is to 
tell people about our goals. Well, I told you my goal last year, which was to help have a house free and clear. Well, my vision wasn't real pinpoint, and it's getting pin more pinpoint. Um, I wish to have a house. I, I want my goal is to own a house free and clear by the end of this year. So just by December 31st in Oregon on some property. I'm still not real clear on how big of a house. I, I thought originally I wanted like three bedrooms or more. But if it's just me and my cat, I could probably get away with a one bedroom. Two would be awesome. That way I could have a place I could close the door and actually have my sewing business. And keep Boyd out of stuff. Um, which means by the end of the year, I need to have a minimum of $400,000 in the bank. So, I'm not quite sure how the universe is going to help me with that. But that's not the point. The, you know, Don't worry about the how. Just worry about you know the what. Get that down, Pat. Um... But it's been an interesting program so far. And I'm really happy I got to be in I'm in it. Um, one of my main things is there's a lot of stuff to be printed out. And I'm like, I have no printer at this moment. And no way to print anything. So, I'm like, can I hand write this stuff or draw it if it if you know there's pictures and I was told yes absolutely so as the quote says where there's a, a will there's a way or as Cade would put it what would Joe do so Joe's handwriting and and uh, hand drawing things and speaking of C uh, he uh, his energy system is supposed to be here on Saturday as well, which means no more relying on one solar panel, because I believe he said he got two solar panels, and they'll be by batteries. So we should be able to charge pretty much everything. And his unit has a wind element, a wind turbine, so all night long the wind blows. So we should have energy at all times. And that being the case, and once I sell some stuff, um, I will be getting a printer, which would be very nice. Because there's multiple times that we both need to print things, and there's no way to do so. Um, I'm working on making monthly ferrets, and that was a nice surprise. Also, one of my customers... Uh, has a standing order, she's actually, you know, she, she actually said, why don't you do, you know, a ferret each month and I will pay you for that, those ferrets. And she's prepaying, which is nice. So, uh, she's paid up till June and I've got to get caught, get them all done. Um, so there's that. And I also had somebody order a custom ferret and... They actually asked for some of it to be stuffed with lavender so it could sit on their bed. And so there's an idea there. 
for those that think about it. Um, I've got to get more put on my Etsy site. But uh, I also have a Kofi shop where you can order stuff. And I may make a Build-A-Ferret build uh, entry on both of those. I haven't quite decided how to do that yet. So, but uh, that's what's going on in my life right now. So you are caught up. Um, I don't have another session with my program until the end of the month. But on the 19th, we have a vision board party. So that should be interesting. Oh, and the friend that, uh, or the the person that's got the uh, ferrets, uh, getting them the monthly. Uh, she lives in Oregon, so I asked her to send me the free real estate guides for up there. And she asked me what areas, and I told her right now I'm not sure. So it should be interesting to see maybe the price differences because I'm z using Zillow. And they keep showing me stuff in California. I haven't quite figured out why yet. Um, I'm thinking I must have something saved wrong. Because I've only been looking and saving houses in Oregon now. And I have like 20 saved for different reasons. Now if I could just get figure out exactly what the, the main core is. I will be much much happier. So, onto the card. So, I'm still using the Enchanted Map deck by Colette Baron Reed. And she said that uh, this deck has been upgraded a little bit. I'm not real sure exactly what, but she said that the, n the new enhanced deck should be coming out in the summer. But I really, really like this deck. And the question for this week is, what does my audience and I need to know for this coming week? And the card we got was card number four, Spirit of Place. And it's very uh, intricate. As always, I will take a photo and post it on my... Uh, Buy me a coffee and Kofi page. I'm not sure that I'm going to stay with Patreon yet. I'm not real happy with them. So, um, as always, there's a quote. And authenticity is the essence of power. Our ancient ancestors believed that every place has a spirit looking after it. Or embody in it. Just as we have a soul, the plants, trees, birds, mountains, and rivers have their own essence. When the spirit of place arrives in your reading, it's saying that the answer to your query is in over in the overarching theme of your circumstances. Is your question about a struggle? The answer is to relax and let go of your need to control the situation. If your inquiry relates to finding love, then embody love rather than long for it. Once you find the essential truth that underlies your question and then name it, you will discover the answer you've been seeking. Your greatest power is in your authenticity. authenticity. Being true to yourself. 
is what that card is saying. Um, but it's a beautiful card. And spirit of place, for me, I guess my question is exactly has to do with finding the right house. So I know that I want to go to Oregon. Where in Oregon do I want to be? Um, what kind of house? I know I don't want to be in the city. Uh, and I would like a little more acreage than 10 acres. Because that's what C bought. And 10 acres we now know is not a lot of acreage. Um, where we're at is in the middle of a 40 acre plot. I could handle 40 acres. That would be nice. Uh, but yes, I would like to really not have neighbors too, too close. So, um, I will take a picture of the card and post that on my Kofi or my, and my buy me a coffee page, both are which are in the description. And if you would like to leave me a comment or a suggestion or a topic maybe you would like to hear me talk about, uh, you can do that by leaving a comment on, my, on the Anchor app. Or you can email me at my uh, email, which is also in the uh, description. Uh, you can leave me a comment on Twitter at Rogue Josephine. Um, so there's that. Thank you for listening and see you. Talk to you next week.